I don't know what I was thinking when we named our dog Kitty. And this sweetie's become a true family member. So when we vacation, she comes too. That's why we love Red Roof. Not only are they pet friendly, you also get a great price on clean, comfortable rooms so you wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. And this summer, when we rest and repeat at Red Roof, staying two separate times can earn us a free night. Isn't that right, kitty? <laughs> Book at redroof.com. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast um, continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. And we are overjoyed, uh, is probably, I'm not a strong enough word, for how we feel about the continued recognition that, that we are getting as a great resource for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals. It is really because some wonderful people with incredible expertise and knowledge um, that give of their time and their um, brains and, and their insights and their expertise um, so that all of you can take what you need and do better things in your business. Today, I am joined by someone just like that. My guest today is Ronan Leonard. Ronan connects small business owners to support groups through the innovative concept of virtual masterminds. Without a co-founder or a business coach, solopreneurs are often overwhelmed with to-do lists. They need impartial advice to get the right support to help them achieve clarity and better results. Ronan believes we've lost our connection to a tribe, a community that will help you solve your problems and accelerate your learning. He believes, he believes that there is more value in making real peer-to-peer -peer connections than paying external contractors who have no vested interest in your success. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ronan. My pleasure, Diane. I'm looking forward to it. I am too, and I would like it if we could start with you defining for the listeners what a mastermind actually is, because I think there's a lot of different, you know, conceptions of what that is out there. 
Sure. Well, you almost touched on it in your intro. You said people that come on the show giving their brains. So effectively, it's, it's almost that. The concept was originally coined by Napoleon Hill from his book, Think and Grow Rich from the 1930s, which is still popular today and read by so many entrepreneurs. And effectively, what he's saying is that when two or three, two or more people come together in, in a certain situation, they create this supermind or a mastermind. So it's kind of like a, a meld of everybody's intellectual property, knowledge, and advice coming together to give you a better outcome than you would have had on your own. So groups come together for that collective and they help each other with goal setting, advice, support, and just general information because the reality is there's so much information out there. How are you going to learn that quick enough and apply it to your business when you get overwhelmed with too much information? So that's, that's pretty much the, the core definition of a mastermind. That's great. Thank you. Um, I think it's a, it's a phrase that these days gets bandied about an awful lot. And, and so people end up sort of like creating their own definition. So is it possible for you to give me an example of a mastermind just to make sure that people are really getting it? Oh, absolutely. Have you ever been to a gallery and seen Degas, Renoir, Monet? those those famous painters you'd sit there sure. and admire yeah everybody knows those now that style of of art didn't come about in isolation what they used to do they used to meet in at a cafe in paris almost nightly and they would share ideas they would share uh, canvases paint i think they probably shared a couple of women along the way as well and effectively they helped each other to create that whole art movement called the Impressionists. So it didn't happen in isolation. They, they challenged each other, they pushed each other, they discussed ideas, and they collaborated together to form what is a billion dollar industry. And, and it's still loved, you know, 100 odd years later, people just still marvel at that, that skill. So it was never just one person doing that. That was the true collaboration of a mastermind. And that's probably the best example I can give Boy, you. Boy, that is a great so I think that is such a great example. And interestingly, these are people who are in the same industry. So they're not even thinking that they're competing with each other. They truly are collaborating to, to make each other and themselves better. Exactly. And that's the mindset you need in small business. We, we are up against big corporations with huge budgets, uh, can out-market us, can out-position um, out us. So one of the best ways you can do and, and, and grow your business is to find ways to collaborate with people, to, to, to work together, because otherwise it's a lonely farrow that you're plowing uh, on your own. So absolutely, yeah. And, and even people in your industry, wouldn't you rather be working with two or three people and end up becoming those industry experts as you learn together, rather than thinking that everybody's your competitor and having that fixed mindset versus growth mindset? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. There's a certain camaraderie in that. Um, but but um, I want to, I, I guess it poses another question, which is, it is a, I'm not really sure how to ask this question. Does it matter who's in the mastermind, I, I guess is my question. Like, it doesn't have to be a group of people who are in the same industry, right? It could be people who are in different industries 
and you're sort of, you know, borrowing from their experience and maybe seeing things in a different way because they are from a different industry. Both work equally well, as long as there's enough sort of knowledge within the group and, and you're at the right sort of levels. So effectively, if you experience in a, in a niche, you, it could be an idea to get that outside perspective. If someone comes from left and says, what about this? You're like, well, I'd never even thought of that because the people are thinking on similar sort of lines. So there's, there's, there's no right answer to that. Well, someone would work really well where it's a niche and, and you all sort of talk about the same sort of things. And other times getting that, getting that diversity of thought, diversity of industries, and just being able to sort of get a different perspective works as well. So, so I'd say both of them just depends on, on where you're at. Okay, cool. And you just said something about um, like level of, of business. It, does it, does it, matter like do you want to surround yourself with people who are in the same um place and and i don't mean geographically because you know you're talking about virtual masterminds but i mean like at the same stage <laughs> of their business the ideal scenario to be in a mastermind group is that you want to look at the plus minus equal effect because the reality is you want people that are a little bit ahead of you and that's the plus part you want people that are a little bit below you, it's the minus, so you can, you can help them and, and share your knowledge with them. And also you want the equal where the people are your peers and at a similar level. Because if the gap's too big, nobody benefits. Everybody wants someone like Richard Branson or, or Gary Vee in, in, in their mastermind and they think they would learn so much. But the reality is these people are up in a different, different level to people in small business and the value exchanges wouldn't be there. Often people will be intimidated by what these people sort of know and, and therefore the strategies and, and the, the mindset that they, they're, they're operating at is of no value. And consequently, the small business owner can't really offer much in the way of value to Gary Vee. So you're much better off looking for people that are just a little bit ahead of you, maybe even 12 months, 18 months. If you're gonna connect with those people on social media, they're the people that have just done what you want to do. And so you want to follow in their footsteps, not people that have already sort of pretty much made it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's terrific. <clears throat> Excuse me. That makes a lot of sense. So are there certain people who are best suited for participating in a mastermind? It really comes down to people that love helping other people. In its simplest form, what I say is that business is all about helping people at a price they're happy to pay for. So most of us in small business, some of it people are just in it for the money, but the, the vast majority of us are passionate about what we do, love seeing customer outcomes, and therefore we effectively love helping people. And you just need to twist that a little bit and say, okay, well, let's, how can I help my, my peers or people in the mastermind group? How can I help other people? And, and as you know, Diane, all that comes back to you in spades when you have that sort of mindset of helping people so you really look for people that that have that sort of generous spirit and and just genuinely love connecting with people meeting people learning new things and and developing themselves and helping others and that's the sort of framework that works really well that's great and and i so get that i think there's so many people who are focused on what's in it for themselves and they don't realize that the way they get what's in it for themselves is by being giving to others and, and sharing their experiences and their ideas. And, you know, when it's a collective, 
that's when it's elevated, when everyone's elevated. Yeah, we can get wrapped up in our in our own. I get it with self centered. We get wrapped up in our own problems. You know, what am I solving with? I'm I'm a little bit overwhelmed. But the reality is, by connecting with other people and 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 helping them and and, and carving out a bit of time to 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 connect with these people, share ideas, uh, work together, you get so much more done. And and, and as, as you said, so much more comes back to you by being that collaborative person versus somebody that sort of is holding on to their this small piece of the pie. And, and they're the ones that just don't end up growing as quickly because they're trying to figure it all out themselves. Right, right, which is, boy, really hard. So <clears throat> are there different formats, uh, you know, like for setting up a mastermind group? Or are, they, are, there, are there different ways that people can do them? Yeah, there's, 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 there's a million and one ways to skin a cat. A little bit like earlier, you said there are so many different variations of mastermind. You can do everything from one of the ones I really like doing now and again is where people just talk um, and, and, and people listen and there's no, there's no judgment. There's no suggestions. You just get things off your chest and, and everybody does that. And, and, and the rest of the group just sit and listen and a, they get to know each other on a deeper level and B it's just, sometimes you just don't want people to give you all these answers. You just want to, get your ideas out of your head into a safe space where people will listen and not judge. Uh, but ultimately everyone getting a sort of similar amount of time in the groups works really well. So setting a timer and saying, okay, well, each of you, if you're running for an hour and there's five of you, each of you get about 10 minutes each after you've done some formalities, the hot seat works really well where you get somebody to come in and, and spend maybe 20 minutes or half an hour or even longer, depending on the time of your mastermind where they get input from everybody. So they come with a specific problem and it really helps if they've defined that in advance because people can have better questions prepared. But the hot seat works really well where, where you just get all this input and advice and knowledge about one or two specific problems that you're stuck with. Uh, so there's left lots of different formats to run, but having an agenda really works. Otherwise it just becomes this uh, almost chat fest free form, people don't know what's expected. So having some kind of agenda is, is crucial to ensuring that people stay on track. Yeah, I could see that as being a, a danger that it would just sort of turn into a, uh, like a chat, you know, a, however often you're meeting and people would stop getting the value out of it. Yeah, we all lead busy lives. So when you come along to, to something like a mastermind group, you, you want to and, and be challenged, to be productive. Uh, being, and lastly, you want to someone waffling on for 10, 15 minutes about, about their cat or, or about some, some other external <laughs> problem and you just want to get on with it. So do masterminds have someone who leads them or... Is you know does the group sort of um, regulate themselves? Again, bit of both. Uh, ultimately, regulating themselves, there tends to be there's always in any group um, an, an alpha, female or male that that, that tends to be um, quite um, forceful. So that yeah. can can be a negative if there's not a person that's designated as as almost impartial to say, I'm the facilitator. I can keep everyone on track. I can keep pe people that are steering it in the wrong direction. I can pull them back to, to, to on message, to onto the agenda. 
Uh, but ultimately, it really depends. If you're running one for free, then most likely everyone just has, sort of has a go and you can rotate that through as the, as the main sort of leader. Uh, but if you're in a paid one, most likely there is uh, a facilitator just to ensure, as I said, that um, everyone gets their equal time, their, their moment in the sun, and also that it is on track and it is productive as possible. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Sure. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from and you can listen to them on anything, including whatever you're listening, um, whatever you're hearing us on right now. If you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are Transform Your Company by Alex Barobiev and The Irresistible Consultant's Guide to Winning Clients by David A. Field. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today, we're speaking with Ronan Leonard about the value and impact of mastermind groups. So we um, have been talking about masterminds in general, but I had mentioned earlier about um, these virtual masterminds. And I'm wondering if you can talk some about uh, you know, the, the value of virtual and the value of live and how someone determines which is best for themselves. Sure. One of the key advantages of a virtual one is that you can connect to anybody anywhere in the world to get that diversity that we talked about earlier when in the groups, if that's what you, that's what you want. So you get in the US, people are a lot more uh, gung-ho in their, in their marketing and, and their immediacy. And, and in the, the UK and, and Australia, we're a bit more reserved and we like to sort of cogitate a little bit more about, about things. So you definitely get those, although we all speak the same language, pretty much English, we do get those nuances and variances and, and things that start in one country and, and morph to another. And that happens you know, faster these days with, with the internet. Uh, plus you don't get to have to travel. So you know, you can do your mastermind in, in your pajamas or your nighty or, or uh, you know, the pants off sort of scenario. Uh, so that's one of the benefits of there that you don't have that downtime of having to travel, park somewhere and, and go and, and lose that dead time. One of the disadvantages is that you don't get to meet people face to face. So you, so the in-person ones, you do get to, to really sort of make that extra level of connection uh, on, a, on a more personal level as you get to, to physically meet these people. Um, so they're probably the two key, key differences. Other than that, once you're sort of in, in both the groups, a lot of the structure, a lot of the format is, is very, very similar. Uh, you can still arrange to have accountability partners. You can still arrange to have a meeting afterwards if you want to pursue a different conversation or you see some synergies in, in your businesses. So all of those things apply. Probably the two key things is, is the immediacy of face-to-face -face versus not having to travel somewhere. Okay, I get that. Okay, so, so people really have to decide 
what which is most important for them. If they really want that face to face, then they're going to have to travel. You know, they're going to have to figure out where they can be. Um, so let's talk about size of mastermind group. Is there an ideal size? Ideally, you, you want round about six, eight people maximum. And, and there's a good reason for that is that any more than that, and it just becomes too long windy before it gets around to your turn, because, you know, we all like to talk about ourselves, let's face it. And if you're waiting there for 10 of the people to have their go, you're going, okay, you start thinking, oh, well, when's my time? When's my time? And yeah. also people can't always meet, meet every, every time one's on. So the last thing you want is to have a mastermind of four people and then two people would not show up that week. And then it's just that chat fest with two people uh, just bouncing around stuff. And, and you don't get that true diversity. So you want to allow for the fact that not everyone can maybe make every single session. So that's where between six and eight works really, really well. I mean, there are bigger groups, but the, the reality is that even those in-person bigger ones, they end up splitting them up onto different tables. And if you do that every single time, you have a different table every time, you don't get that deeper level of understanding of someone's business because you keep spending the first couple of minutes or saying, okay, so what do you do? I don't quite understand. So one of the powers of, of mastermind is, is that you are going each week, getting to know that person on a, on a far deeper level. You get to sort of really know their business. You get to know them as a person and, and all that helps when you're trying to offer advice or, or knowledge because you've just got a far better understanding of that person because if it was just about posting an answer and a question and answer we'd all be using these Facebook groups but the reality is having that deeper connection and that true understanding and people that actually know you that giving you proper advice instead of some stranger giving you what may or may not be in context or they may have an ulterior motive so that's the that's the, that's the key difference I feel yeah I think that's huge I, I, I really do. I, I totally get that. So, but speaking of which, um, talk some about, I, I'm, I'm sort of thinking about structure in a different way. Like how often does the mastermind group meet for how much time, you know, are there standards? Again, there's a lot of flexibility within that. If you're meeting say weekly and an hour is, is perfect. If you're meeting sort of fortnightly, maybe an hour and a quarter, hour and a half. If it's monthly, it could blow out to about two hours because the bigger the gap, the more you've got to talk about what happened between the last time you met and, and, and this time. So oh, the, yeah. the, the, bigger the, the bigger the gap, the more time you're going to need to, to discuss all of those things, what the implications were, what happened, and just spend that extra time playing sort of catch up. As, as opposed to sort of the, the weekly ones where you can just get in, um, get your sort of core questions and, and your, your message that you, or, or the advice that you want and then, and then get out reasonably quickly. Uh, but I, I know groups that meet just three or four times a year and, and that works fine for them. They've got enough to be going on with in between. As I said, you can always get an accountability partner and, and, keep on track or bounce ideas off just one or two of the individuals in between that. But as a, as a meeting, it doesn't matter really whether it's, if it's weekly or whether it's um, longer than that. I think if you are um, struggling a little bit in your business, 
having that weekly one keeps you on track and keeps you accountable a bit more. Whereas if you're already at that level where most things are sort of ticking over, I think you can then spread that out to, to bigger gaps because you're already in flow. You've already got most of your processes and systems in place. It's just a question of dropping back into that group to just reaffirm where you're at, just get a couple of little tweaks to what you're doing and a little bit of sort of self-reflection of where you're at, where you were since the last one. So that's probably the key difference between the two, I would say. That's interesting. Okay. So people really need to think about what, what they want to get out of it, you know, what they need and where they're at with their business and then look for one that, that operates that way. Right. Yes. And it could be a bit of trial and error. You might not find your perfect mastermind group first time round. It, it is the, the reality is we we are humans and we bump along together and for the most part we get, get along, but we don't always. So you can join a group and it might sound great on paper and then you get there and find that it's just not the right fit for you. So, you know, definitely try, try a few. I, I heard recently that over the course of a business of time, they have about 14 coaches, uh, which it's quite a lot. Wow, so you, really? Yeah. So there are times when you, you know, it, it's not a good fit. It's a good fit. It's run its course. Um, so you just need to find the, the, a group that works for you because trust me, there, there will be one out there. Okay. So when it comes to virtual groups, how does someone go about finding one? Well, similar to, to a live one, really, you, you've, you've almost got to suck it and see. There, there's no... There's no magic bullet to say this will be the perfect group to you. You've really got to go out there with um, some expectation, obviously, of, of what, as you mentioned yourself, you know, make a list of what your key criteria is. You can ask those questions before you even join the group. You know, I'm looking for people that have this level of, of, of expertise or they're at this sort of, you know, being in business five years or they're turning over X amount. Do you have those sort of people in your group? And if, if you don't, then you, can, you, you don't have to join. Uh, but ultimately, you won't, won't really know until you're, you're in the group if it's a, if it's a really good dynamic for you. Um, because it's, it's, there's, no, there's no magic formula for it other than getting those group committed people that are fairly reasonably similar level. Okay, and you mentioned something earlier about um, paid you know, if you're paying to be in a group, can you talk some about the difference between paying to be in a group and being in a, um, you know, a, a free group? Yeah, everybody loves, loves free and, and free is great and myself included, <laughs> but it's a lot harder to get people to commit to something when they haven't paid. So they, are, they actually tend to not value it because it's free. So you could put four of the best business minds in a, in a mastermind group and then offer it to people and say, hey, this, come on, come this free mastermind. And they'll go, mm, no, it's free. So the reality is that people value what they pay for. And, and the more they pay, the more they pay attention. So in my experience, I, I found that people that are willing to invest in themselves whether it's coaching, whether it's masterminds, whether it's a, a mentor, when they invest in themselves, they take it far more seriously than when they're given something for free. Uh, but that's just, just my sort of experience yeah. and my opinion. No, I, I totally get that. 
I think that is very true. Okay. Another great phrase I heard is that if, if there's something for free, then, then uh, you are the customer because, uh, <laughs> you know, if someone's offering you something for free, then you, actually you are the customer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I, and then people don't come and so there's no continuity and right. And you're always yep. catching people up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I've got um, people in my masterminds that say, that say, you know, I, I really didn't want to come today. I was, I was feeling under the weather or, you know, having a down sort of day. So, but I've made this commitment and, and also that financial commitment, but also emotional and, and they just turn up. Whereas the other ones, when it's free, they just go, nah, you know, I won't bother. Right. It's too easy not to, which just gets in their own way. That's one of those self-defeating sort of things that people do. Um, is there... Uh, how do I want to ask this question? Are masterminds good for people in any industry or are there certain industries that it, they work better for? That's a good question, actually. I think pretty much any industry because you don't know what you don't know. And, yeah. and most of the great innovations have come from people taking an idea from one industry putting it into their industry and, and fusing it and creating almost, you know, like I said, that kind of like a super mind where you, you create a different outcome from pulling two things together. So pretty much anything, if you, it could be an online business, it could be a bricks and mortar business, it could be e-commerce. It doesn't really matter. If, if you have a thirst for knowledge and other people out there have different ideas, different perspectives, different way of doing things that you get that aha moment to go, Perfect. I could apply that to my online business or I could apply offline business that would work just as well. Then, then you're going to get some, some, some value and some knowledge and, and, and be able to apply that because the reality is we are overwhelmed with information. Information isn't the answer. What, what we need is, is, is not content, but context and, and people to join the dots. So it's most of these courses people tend to fail at because they start the course and then they go, oh, I'm not quite sure how that, that applies to my specific needs. And there's no one there to join those dots for them. So having those dots joined in any industry is, is, a, is a fast path to, to getting uh, where you want to go and where to get to the next level. Yeah, I, I think that is so true. And I think it definitely takes an open mind and want and and really you know listening with that ear of how can i how can i take this information and use it in my industry in my business because a lot of times that's where the innovation yeah comes absolutely from. absolutely i've been in masterminds where somebody's giving another person advice about something and i I see the other other person that's listening going, oh, that's gold. And, and I see them furiously writing it down. So the, the information is, is flowing across the whole group. Okay. So Ronan, th- this information is so valuable. I think I'm so grateful that you spent time with me. On the one hand, I think clearing up this whole idea of what's really going on with masterminds and the variety of groups and formats and ways that people can decide what is good for them. Um, so would you share with the listeners how they can find you and what you've got going on? Sure. Absolutely. Diane. 
Um, I'm happy to offer a 25% discount for your audience if they type in Flyer 2018 onto my website, which is eCountability.io. So it's a play on words from accountability. So it's just uh, eCountability.io. Um, and they sign up there and put um, Flyer 2018 in the discount code, they will get 25% off. Uh, I'm also very active on LinkedIn. You can find me, Ronan Leonard, the mastermind guy, and also on Twitter as well. Or if people have got a question, they can, they can just reach out for our contact form as well on the website if they've got any questions. That's fabulous. Thank you. And thank you for, for offering that discount for the listeners. That is a wonderful thing. Uh, and speaking of the listeners, I always like to thank them as well and our sponsor, uh, in order to get a free trial of audible.com as well as a free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash business growth. Uh, and um, as always, continue to prosper and be curious and do yourselves a favor. Check out this mastermind um, stuff. Figure out, you know, virtual or local, you know, wh whatever it is that works for you and give it a shot. It can just do wonders for your business. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year Hard Rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you wanna learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in life, we've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.